Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and happy Saturday. Today, I was trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted to talk about on my podcast and if I even wanted to do one, and then I decided that I haven't done a life update in a while, a business, life, and health, relationship, all the things update. I used to do these at least like once every six months or so back when IG... Um, Instagram allowed you to just like re like post up a video that was up to like 30 minutes or 15 minutes or something like that but now they got rid of that feature and now it's basically only reels or if you want to go live and it didn't really feel like an appropriate topic to go live on so let's do it on the podcast (laughs) so these updates are typically unfiltered Um, they're not structured And I just kind of go off on different areas of my life that are really important to me in that moment. And that usually stays the same. And I share with you guys where I am, what my goals are, how I'm feeling about it, what I'm doing. And yeah, so let's do the thing. I feel called to start with my relationship Um, and relationships in general, not just like my marriage, but relationships in general. So If you didn't know, last year, my husband and I uh, separated for a little bit. Not like separated from our marriage, but separated physically. I stayed in Colorado for a few months, and he stayed here in Austin. That was back in March 2021? March and April, I believe, or April and May. April and May, we're going to go with, I think, something like that. And um, we were just having... I don't know. I personally was having a lot of doubts. I was having a lot of just pain come up. I was having a lot of experiences where I was like projecting my shit onto him and really blaming him for stuff. Um, And when we got together almost nine years ago at this point, on the 21st, it'll be our nine year anniversary. I'm actually going to bring him onto the podcast and we're going to do a whole like Johnny and Joe special. I don't know what's going to come out of us, but we'll see. (laughs) But when we got together nine years ago, I I didn't know who I was. You know, I'm currently 29. So I was 20 when I met him. Um, I had a lot of unprocessed pain and trauma from when I was younger. I had a lot of like, quote unquote, daddy issues. Um, (laughs) For lack of a better term that's coming to my mind right now. And I was kind of using him as somebody to fix, somebody to um, fix so that he could love me, somebody to fix so I could show the world how good I was. And what that really came down to was like me not, me wanting to fix somebody else because I wasn't looking at my own shit. So 
when we initially met, which we'll probably get into our story um, when I bring him on the podcast, so I won't go too deep into it, but when we initially met, like, he was just everything that I didn't want in a human. <laughs> and so he's morphed into somebody who I deeply, deeply, deeply fucking love, and I deeply, deeply love the initial versions of him and all versions of him, but I didn't really feel that when I first met him. I thought I did. And there was a part of him that I really loved, but it was more like the potential. It was more um, what I thought I could make him into. And it wasn't really respecting him for being him. And so as we got married and went through a lot of different issues, I just kind of disrespected myself in many ways, disrespected my needs, disrespected how I really wanted to be treated. And not just from somebody else, but from myself, right? I think we treat people how to teach us by how we treat ourselves, how we love ourselves, how we show up for ourselves. And so I didn't know about these concepts when I was fucking 20 years old, you know? And so... I just, there were red flags for me that I did not acknowledge in the beginning and I just kind of pushed through and I was like, I'll just fix him into what I want. And like, I've watched my mom do that. I've watched a lot of family members do that. And it just kind of blew up, honestly, like internally in in my mind. Um, And I just got to a place where I was like, I need to figure out if I actually want to be with you, not the version of you I think you could be or not the version of you I can fix. Like I need to know if I deeply love you or if I love this idea of who you are. And so the only way, and we also like had to spend time apart and we were very like codependent and all this stuff. And so, um, and we're still working on that, but we'll get into that when I bring him on for the anniversary special. But um, we, we spent time apart because that was the only way that I could really assess you know, if I was just doing something out of comfort, um, I needed to learn how to live on my own because I've never been on my own before. And, you know, there was a lot of different things that we needed to heal. And so I came back to Austin after that. And, um, you know, I decided to really just allow him to be him and whatever that came with that came with. And I'm not perfect with that at all. It's many years of undoing of me trying to fix other humans, which nobody needs to be fixed. But that is what goes on in my head still. <laughs> very, very little compared to what it used to. But, um, you know, it, it still happens, but it's a lot better. And so we've really just grown so fucking much and grown to really love each other as each other is and really learned each other's traumas and triggers and um, conditioning and why we act certain ways and, you know, how to really support each other in being the best version of each other and really being supported. And so recently I've just been feeling this like massive just sense of love from our relationship and it's been like the feeling that I've always wanted in my life to have that deep love and deep just you know connection with somebody as they are not you know who you think they should be or you know oh I love this but that you know and I I think that you don't have to love everything about everyone in order to love them or be in love with them but Um, like I, I truly love who he is. I love him at his core. I love him with all of his flaws and, you know, it's been such a beautiful, beautiful, difficult, beautiful, difficult, difficult, beautiful journey. (laughs) And so we've been doing really fucking well, the best we ever have. We are trying to get pregos, um, 
not really taking any sort of like ovulation test or anything like that. I'm just more in the sense of like when it's meant to happen, it will. Um, we've been trying for the past few months, but again, like I don't really know when I ovulate or not. <laughs> so I don't really know how much it's actively trying, but like what did people do before they had ovulation sticks and tests and all of these things, you know? So we're just doing the whole thing of him finishing inside of me and hoping that there's a baby one month um, for now. <laughs> if we get to a point where we're like, okay, we need to actually be intentional with this, we will, but we're not at that point yet. So we're just allowing it to be. And that's a really huge shift for me because growing up, I, I, I kind of knew that I wanted to be a mom or I knew that I wanted to have a family, but like, it just seemed so distant. I didn't feel comfortable with the idea. I felt more scared of the idea. I felt like I wasn't ready. I felt like I had a lot of things to heal and I did, <laughs> but going through all of the shifts that we have over the past nine years and doing all the work that I've done on myself recently, especially with healing um, wounds with my mom and wounds that I've had with my dad and my stepdad, that's all made me realize that I do want a baby and I feel ready to be a mother. Still scared as fuck, like, whoo, that's going to be fucking different, but... <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm excited for it and I really want a baby. We have some baby names. We got Jamie, Jamie Marie. Nope. Is it? No, he doesn't want Jamie Marie. I wanted that. Obviously my name is Johnny Marie. Um, it was Jamie Page or James Vincent. So James was my dad's name, my biological dad's name who passed away. And Vinny is his dad's name. His dad really wants us to name it Vincent because he's like, well, I'm the live one. And I'm like, nah, I don't like Vincent more than James, so we're picking James. It's not a matter of who's dead and who's alive, or like, it's my dad, so I get to do it, and I carry the baby, so I get to name it. No, it's that both Joe and I just like James Vincent better than Vincent James. Um, <laughs> and then Jamie Page is if it is a girl, so we're really excited about that. Um... But I'm not currently pregnant yet. I will keep you updated. I feel like I'm one of those people that will definitely announce it the minute that I realize that I'm pregnant or learn that I'm pregnant. And like if I miscarriage before the first trimester, that is just what's going to happen. And everybody will come on that journey with me. I don't feel the need to hide it. Um, granted, if it you know happens a second or a third time or something of that nature, it might be a little more you know, close to home and difficult. So maybe I would hide it after that, if, like, you know, until the first trimester. But I don't know, I'm just kind of like an open book. And I don't think that I need to hide anything to feel more comfortable about it. You know, once I share something, I understand that I still have to have boundaries around it and what I allow in my life. And so that would just be that. So yeah, um, Joe's been really good. He's been uh, dealing with real estate and um, he does something called house wholesaling, which is like selling kind of crappy, burnt out fucking houses and, um, selling them to investors. And he's been doing really well with that. And it's like the first thing that he actually feels like is meant for him. And real estate has always been a thing. So our goal over the next year or so is to have our first investment homes and yeah, some beautiful stuff there. Um, anything else around us? He's been really busy and I've been really busy and I feel like this is the first time in a few years, especially since I've had my business, where we both have been really busy and so like sharing household chores has definitely been a struggle 
Um, especially because recently I've been working more. I've been putting more energy into um, projects and putting more energy into lead engagement and putting more energy into the podcast. Obviously, I fucking went from recording once every week to fucking every day almost. My blog, I wasn't writing my blogs previously. They were like maybe coming out once a month or twice a month. Now I write them basically every day. I'm working on some written projects behind the scene that I haven't announced. Um... Yeah, I've been doing a lot of freebies for you guys and a lot of mini courses and it's just been a lot and because I'm still a solo <laughs> a solo person running my business. <laughs> Nini's, I'm doing a podcast. Shh, okay, my dog wants to go out. Hold on. Okay, cool. We're back. So since I've been putting a lot of energy into my business and I'm still a solo person, um, sorry, my chair is also squeaky. <laughs> it's just a thing in my, in my house right now. <laughs> but, um, since I'm a solo person, it's taking a good amount of energy and since clients have been picking up and all of that stuff. And so I'm actively, I guess we can just morph into my business now. Um, I'm actively searching for a personal assistant slash virtual assistant. I've been searching for a personal assistant for a really long time. And every time I think I find somebody, something falls through. I don't, I end up not feeling like they're a good fit. They're kind of like flaky and they'll get back to me like three months later. And I'm like, you really think I'm going to hire you? Like if you ignored me for three months and now you're just like, oh yeah, I think I could do a little bit, but I have this and this and this going on. Like I'm really looking for someone close to full-time, probably not full-time right off the bat. I don't know if I have that much stuff for them, but I feel like people and business coaches or whatever tell you to shy away from having like one person kind of do everything. And I I definitely realize the importance of that because I've had anywhere from one person on my team to seven or eight people on my team. And so I understand the benefits of having more people and the benefits of having one person. But right now, I really just want someone who's like a rock solid support system in my business. Um, I'm just keeping a running document of all of the tasks that I'm doing that are taking up energy that like I don't really need to be doing and that I would hire someone for. And so whoever this person is, please come to me. Oh my goodness, like now. (laughs) Um, I don't really vibe with like putting stuff up on Indeed and getting applications because I've done that before and I just, uh, it, it never turns out well. Like I do way better with finding someone who I vibe with in human form or like virtually and then inviting them into my business. Like I don't really do well with having applications come in for things. I, I just cannot, I mean, I've hired for other businesses as well for both me and businesses I've ran as managers and it just, it never works out well. I'd much rather find someone who I can train to do exactly what I want them to do rather than find someone who's skilled at this and skilled at this and skilled at that. And so that's what I'm looking for. So if you know anybody in the Austin area who doesn't really, you know, maybe doesn't know what their career path is or is maybe finishing up college and just wants to find their way and is really interested in entrepreneurship and supporting other people, um, a big hesitation for me in hiring people for this position is that it's usually just like a stepping stone for people. And I really, really am manifesting somebody who is just going to grow with my business. So not somebody who's going to use it for six months while they figure out what they want to do and then go get whatever job they actually want. Like somebody who wants to start with a growing business. I wouldn't call myself a startup, but you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who wants to start with a business in the beginning stages to help grow. And as the business grows, their role grows as well. So somebody who is in that support role, somebody who is in that 
Um, you know, I don't know what I want to do, but this feels like the perfect fit for me to grow with and grow my skill set with. And so obviously as their position grows, my vision is for them to um, really just, you know, find their niche and grow or ah, so many things popping up on my computer and phone. Um, yeah, their position gets to grow, they get more responsibilities, or maybe they find a specific niche that they're really good with in business and in my business, and they really would love to just focus on that. Um, either way, I'm open, but I need someone who's willing to do a lot of different things, including personal things like um, going back to the conversation that we were having, or that I guess I was having with myself, and you're listening, thank you for being here, um, about Joe and I being both really busy um, for the first time since like I've been in entrepreneurship, because last year, he's basically been unemployed since before the pandemic, um, and he was working on his own business, I was coaching him, he was doing really well with personal training, decided he didn't want a personal train, and then was just tr- trying to find his niche, and then just really kind of ended up supporting me for a while, and then we decided that was an awful, awful experience that he should not work for me, because <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> he might end up taking on roles for me, like in the financial industry, or or the or with my finances, businesses, finances, and investments, and stuff like that, but um, right now... No, <laughs> it was a train wreck. <laughs> I've learned that lesson way too many times. Um, so this is like the first time since he's been house wholesaling that um, he's been busy and I've been busy. So it's not like, you know, someone's there constantly cleaning and cooking for us because that really was his role for a long time. And then as my business, like I kind of took off for a few months late last year um, just because I, things were not good. I was just trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted to do. And like, I was still doing things, but I took like six weeks off and like things were just really slow and I wasn't really like moving and doing things. And, um, I just had a lot more time. So I was doing a lot of the cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. And there was a part of me that was like, well, is that my role? (laughs) Like maybe like he can just go and do his stuff. You know, I can work on my business and just whatever happens, happens. And maybe I'll like, I'll do the whole housewife type thing and saying that like everything in my body is like, ugh. I mean, I did enjoy, like, I love cleaning, I love cooking, I love doing all of those things, but I, I have too much of a drive, <laughs> too much of a passion, too much of a mission to ever kind of do that housewife thing. And so, um, yeah, our current goal is to manifest a personal assistant and a virtual assist, uh, and, a, and an assistant for me that also does online work for me. And also a cleaning person because weekly or multiple times throughout the week, like it just kind of gets exhausting, you know, doing all of this and then still having dishes to do and things to, you know, put away and stuff like that. Joe's kind of the type of person who just like leaves his underwear on the floor and steps out of them and waits till laundry day and then goes and picks everything back up. And that just is something that I despise that exists in this lifetime. (laughs) So, you know, we've kind of agreed that like, hey, if you're annoyed by that, you go and pick it up. And once Joe gets annoyed with it enough, then he will pick it up. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, Joe, pick up your underwear. Joe, pick up your underwear. Like, I'm just going to do it because it's just easier. And so sometimes I leave it, sometimes I do it. But he's more kind of like a Tasmanian devil energy when he, like, cooks and <laughs> throughout the week. And then he just, like, does, like, one big cleanup and then kind of does the same thing. And that I'm more of, like, the clean everyday type person, clean up after yourself and really just everything needs to kind of be clean and neat in my house. And so I would like someone to support me on that. (laughs) 
Um, and then we are manifesting a chef. So by the end of this year, I would really like not necessarily a full-time chef, but someone to just come and make meals for us throughout the week so that we don't have to worry about that because my business has been super busy with clients, with leads, with new programs that I'm building, with the blog, with the podcast, with emails that have been going out. And I've really just been fully embracing the fact that I'm building a seven-figure business and doing all the things that I envision for me to have when I get to the seven-figure mark, like doing it now, not waiting until I get the personal assistant and the assistant, not waiting until I make more money and then, you know, I will put out this, like I'm doing it all now. And that's probably the reason why it is... um, why it's been so fucking successful because it's uh sorry I got an email and I don't know what's going on hold on okay we are back sorry Joe's at the farmer's market um and I'm like what is what is going on I think he's putting it on the wrong card but anyway um so yeah instead of waiting until all these things get into place and instead of waiting for things to turn around like I think it's important to really take the actions to make them turn around take the actions that you would take if you were already there and that's how you really embody the person that um, already has the things that you desire and that's the answer to getting where you want so putting out more content has always been a desire of mine and last year I was having team members write my blogs I was having team members write my emails Um, I had even at one point had team members creating my Instagram content for me I was even having team members go in and do lead engagement for me and be in my DMs and connect with you guys or at least start new connections. And it just all felt, I felt very disassociated from the things that I really like to do in my business. And so while yes, it freed up time and um, I, I don't know, I was barely working three hours a day at one point, a few days a week, um, it just my business didn't feel exciting to me because I wasn't the one doing the things that I really loved. Yes, I love coaching my clients. Yes, I love creating courses, but I really also love um, the act of writing, the act of teaching continuously. And I really love talking to you guys continuously on social media or whatever. And so, yeah, at this point, I'm a lot more in my business than I have been in a really long time. I'm the person writing all my emails. I'm the person creating all the landing pages. I'm the person creating all the blogs. And it really feels good to be that person. And at this point, what I'm clear on in my business is the fact that I want to continue doing this, but I don't necessarily want to be the person uploading it or sending it out or anything like that. So for example, like I'd be the one obviously still writing the blogs and the emails, but I'd have a team member just send it out for me. So the content itself will be straight from me Um, not a separate marketer or email marketer or whatever, Um, but I wouldn't actually be putting it out there. So that's what I'm really clear on. And as a result of that, because I love doing all of this, um, I have decided that... Wait, wait, where was I going to go with this? Hold on, hold on. I have a lot of things I want to say, obviously. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I've been doing is I've been creating a lot more freebies. So I've had so much content created over the past three plus years, whether it be health, life, manifestation, business, like everything. And so I've been organizing them into little like freebies. So like I have a free three-day training. I have um, different masterclasses that are for free and different things like that, that um, 
you guys can enroll in and I'll continuously tell you about them, whatever, as they come out. But what I'm doing is I'm creating little funnels for them so you can get this free thing. And then from there, if you want more help like that, I'm launching and I'm launching it into a course. So previously I'd created funnels like this. Um, <laughs> I created a lot of them, but they were this like long or actually I just had like one or two long ones. They were long. They had like 10 or so emails. They like launched into different things and it was just really fucking annoying and I felt like I had to do that in order to be successful and like they did convert but they didn't feel super good and it didn't keep me excited and I was just like ugh. and so now because I've been putting out so much email content and so much free content um my vision is that and what I'm creating is that you guys can go onto my email list and get the free thing. And then initially, like, I don't need to send you 17 emails about a course to know if you want it. Like, I'm just sending you an immediate email saying, hey, you get this at a discounted rate or whatever the deal is that I'm giving you. And if you want it, you do it. It's typically like 24 hours, you get like three or four emails and that's it. And then you just go onto my regular email list. So instead of creating this like long, annoying fucking thing, it's like you get the free thing. <laughs> After that free thing, you get triggered for another email and it's, you know, with whatever the free, uh, the, the upsell is as like some people call it, like you're get the free thing and then you, you know, buy something else. Um, and I do three emails about that and then that's it. And then from there you go onto my email list. So in that moment you can choose, like if it feels like a yes, you do it. If it feels like a no, you're not going to be bothered for the next fucking two weeks of your life with my emails. And that just feels really good for me right now. Um, and then, you know, if you ever buy something cool, if you don't, and my free content helps you cool. And so I've been creating a lot of those. I used to feel like I had to like, just like open launch for certain programs and stuff like that. And, um, only have certain courses in funnels. And it's just like, at this point, I want you guys to get the help that you desire. And I also want consistent income coming in without me launching. So creating these little kind of funnels, very small for email funnels <laughs> has been really, really, really helpful. And so I've been putting a lot of energy into that and it's been really fun. I'm not making the landing pages anything crazy. Like I have one for entrepreneurs where you get to increase your confidence. I probably have talked about it on the podcast before. And literally the landing page is develop unwavering faith in your business success and yourself as an entrepreneur, get the free training <laughs> and you input your email and your name. Um, Eventually I'll expand it, but like we've had a bunch of people fucking sign up for it and it's been fucking great. And I think it launches into my Thrive membership, which is my personal development membership. Um, I created another one <laughs> for entrepreneurs and made it that simple as well. And then now I'm creating another one. I started this week um, and yeah, it's kind of redoing a previous funnel. And so <sighs> moral of the story is that I'm doing a lot in my business, but it feels all very fucking great and all really fucking true to what I'm here to do. Eh, true to what I'm here to do. And um, it doesn't feel like this hectic, like maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do this. It feels like, how can I help people? And what am I meant to bring in this arena of life or arena of business or arena of health? Like, what is this freebie going to be? What is the course going to be? Do I have things already that I could put in for this course? Or am I creating something new? And then like, what's the price point I would like it to be at? And I just am creating them really quickly, but they're really fucking good. And 
We've gotten so many new fucking people on the email list. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for choosing me to be a part of your journey. Um, if my content ever stops serving you, cool, unsubscribe. I get it, no fucking hard feelings. But if it does serve you, like I'm so, so, so grateful to still have you here. And if you need help, I have tons and tons and tons of stuff. Um, and shifting my product suite this way has allowed me to really put in more time into the free content, really put in more time into um, one-on-one clients. And I don't have a ton of one-on-one space available. So I have recently opened up just, uh, you guys can purchase just one one-on-one session with me and you get two weeks of email support after that, asking me any questions. Um, because I know sometimes you just have something going on and you're like, oh, I wish I could fucking have help through this, but you don't necessarily want to commit to $3,000 a month of a business coaching program because that's how much my, you know, coaching is, whether it's health, business, life, whatever it is. And so sometimes you just want help in a specific area or, you know, maybe you do it more often and you purchase one one-on-one session per month or whatever it is. Like I wanted to provide an experience where you could not just get access to me at a high level for a high ticket, but also have these little courses and also have this opportunity to currently work with me in just like a one-off session. And so this product suite feels really fucking good. I have my membership as well, um, and that has pivoted from a personal development for entrepreneurs membership into a personal development membership overall. Um, Yeah, and that feels really fucking good because I believe that your growth as a human is just really fucking important and how connected you feel to yourself is really fucking important and it just it really just helps make every goal that you have easier the the work I share can be applied to anywhere in life and that was a really big goal of mine for a long time and so the Thrive membership is something that is morphing into just a personal development membership um So yeah, I think that's all the updates in my business. Our goal is currently seven figures, which we are so far away from it, but I have unwavering faith in my ability to create it and I see evidence of it every single day in my physical world and I finally feel fully in line with my purpose and fully in line with all that I have to share and really just so excited for it. Whereas the last time I had this goal, it felt stressful. It felt like, oh my goodness, how am I gonna make this happen? It felt very confining, and I think when a goal feels confining, or is that the right word? I guess restrictive, or like just this like closed offness to it. Um, When a goal feels like that, you're not on the path to get there. And so all of this has allowed me to really get to the path that um, will get me to seven figures. And I'm not just doing it for the money, although yes, obviously that's a huge motivator. It's just like, hey guys, I have so much to fucking share, and I'm really excited to share it. So that's all of that. Obviously, platforms that I'm using are my podcast, Instagram, my blog is continuous emails. We're sending out a lot of emails to help you guys. And then I just started a Twitter. If you guys are on Twitter, follow me because I have one follower and nobody likes my stuff. I think the follower is like a spam follower. I don't really know what I'm doing, Um, but I am. It's at Johnny underscore Gressa. Same thing as my Instagram, (laughs) but I've just been posting over the past few days, some inspirational quotes, reminders, tips. Um, yeah, things like that. And so if you're a Twitter person, follow me. Are people Twitter people still? Like, I know Twitter is huge 
And I like got the inspiration from like some posts that I saw about how many people are using Twitter and like the fact that I have so much content going out. I'm like, I can easily fucking repurpose quotes on there. And so my goal is just to share. I don't know if people sell things through Twitter. Like I don't fucking know, but my goal is just to help you guys. So go and follow me so I don't have one follower, please. Um, (laughs) The last area of life that I'm going to talk about is my health. Okay, so... This has been a journey for a really long time. Last year, I was in a space of finally being able to like push my body again, finally being able to eat intentionally, finally just having the energy to put into my fitness and my nutrition. Um, When I went through my spiritual awakening and I went through a lot of deep grieving processes with my spiritual coach and a lot of different struggles in my life, I just literally did not have the energy to give a fuck. I didn't have the energy to run. I didn't have the energy to push myself. Like I just, I couldn't do it. And so as a result, I gained probably close to 50 pounds and it definitely was all fat. might've been a little bit less. I don't know. I didn't really fully weigh myself. Um, I think I stopped weighing myself when I was like 160 pounds. Um, and I was previously 135 pounds. I spent most of my life around 120, but I have no desire to get back there because I literally had to like starve myself and I like my chocolate too much. So no. (laughs) And so I don't know, right now I probably weigh in the 140s, but I was definitely 160, 165, maybe even close to 170. So whatever that number is. And it wasn't just the weight, but I just felt like shit in my body. I felt heavy, really fucking heavy. I didn't really recognize myself. Um, I remember even like my forearms just felt like really like fat and like not like me. It was really, really, really uncomfortable. And I loved myself deeply. Like I believe you can wholeheartedly love yourself like that. And like saying the words like loving yourself like that, I think is just inherently flawed because I think you like the love that you have for yourself is the love you have for yourself and it's unconditional which means it doesn't matter what you look like or how your forearms are or whatever sorry my dogs are going off joe's home but uh yeah it was just it was hard it wasn't hard to love myself but it was hard to be in that physical body when it felt so just not like me and i just kind of surrendered to it and i was like cool i can't push myself i'm just eating whatever like i I just, I need to go through this process. And it was the first time in a really long time when I just really didn't put intention into my fitness or have physical goals. I just physically like couldn't. And over the past year, that really has um, improved. I'm really fucking happy with that because I'm, I've kind of reintegrated back into this person who does have fitness goals who does have physical body goals, who is really intentional with her activity and her working out and her eating and stuff like that. But it's also very free. It's also from a massive place of self-love. And it's also just like, it's all integrated into really a a beautiful way. And I'm really excited for it. And so recently I have just been lifting weights four to five days, sometimes six days a week, normally closer to the four days a week. Um, I go for walks basically every day. I have stopped running. I used to run a lot. Um, and I just haven't felt really called to it. Sometimes I sprint when I do like intervals and stuff like that. I do the stair master sometime incline walking. Um, I do cardio like that 20 minutes, just a few times a week in addition to my normal walking. But, uh, I don't, I haven't really had the desire to run. I don't know. 
just the strength training has been really good for my body and coming back to that. Maybe it's the hormone levels. Maybe it's the lack of stress on my body. Maybe it's the fact that I just, I'm really enjoying life, that things have just been really easy probably. But um, yeah, that's my current workout routine. I don't count macros. I don't think I ever would again. I don't think you need to, to get the physical body you want. And so I've, (laughs) I have my dogs again. Um, I have been in a place where yes, we want to get pregnant and, um, I would like to be a little bit smaller before I do get a massive belly just because it is going to be a lot of weight on me, but I trust my body. I'm open to getting pregos now. Um, but I also think my, my manifestation of waiting until I'm a little bit smaller and a little bit leaner is, uh, overriding (laughs) our trying of getting pregos. So yeah, I think that's all that I have to share with you today. I hope that you enjoyed listening about Johnny's life in a mumbo jumbo way. (laughs) Um, If anything resonated with you for whatever reason, I'm totally here for it. Um, If you feel called to share anything about your life, I'm also here for it. You can just DM me if you just enjoyed listening to this. I'm also here for that. And just let me know. Um, But with that being said, I will probably see you on Monday. Today is Saturday. I'll probably not record a podcast tomorrow. We will see. Um, But thank you guys for being here. I love you and have an epic day.